Good morning, everyone. How's everyone doing? Welcome into the Celtics Life Podcast. This is episode six. I'm your host, Brandon. Hope everyone had a really nice weekend. It is currently Tuesday around 1030 in the morning. Hope everyone's doing well. Um, Let's get straight to it. All-Star Weekend was just last weekend in Salt Lake City. A lot of events went down. A lot of great, memorable moments, I would say, in this All-Star weekend. First, I just want to quickly talk about, well, first, we'll, we'll get into that later, the the controversy of the All-Star game and how it's not competitive anymore and how people say they don't play any defense, which would I agree with, of course, but we'll get to that later. First, I want to talk about just the events that I watched in particular so I can just give my take on it. I tuned into the All-Star Celebrity game, and that game... It's a joke, it's funny, it's meant to be comedic, but it's also meant to show, like, you know, how these celebrities play with each other, and just, it's always a good time. A bunch of people show up to these games, it was really cool to see, and they also do something for charity, I think every every time they play, it's, it's a really good cause, and since it was in Salt Lake City... And for the Utah Jazz, Dwayne Wade participated because Dwayne Wade is a minority owner of the Utah Jazz. So him and Ryan Smith, and Ryan Smith, for those that don't know, is the majority owner of the Utah Jazz. They actually did a three-point contest in halftime, at halftime, excuse me. And for each three they made, I believe it was $1,000 given away to charity. And I think Ryan Smith made 11 threes and Dwayne made 10. So, I mean, it's it's great when people do stuff like that. That's just the power of athletes and how much say and influence they can have when they can donate that amount of money. It's incredible what these athletes have been able to do recently. It was very cool to see. The crowd loved it, of course. I was a big fan of it. At the end of the day, if it's for charity, that's a good thing. It's a great. It's for always for great causes. So I did enjoy the celebrity game. DK Metcalf, wide receiver for the Seattle Seahawks, ended up winning MVP in that. And DK Metcalf, he is a freak of nature. He is some kind of athlete. He really just wow. Like I, I mean, like playing with celebrities, but then there's a huge football player playing with them, dominating them. And DK Metcalf can get up there. Like, his dunks that he had, he can get up there, let me tell you. So, that was the All-Star Celebrity Game. I did enjoy that. It's a fun event to watch. Nothing serious. It's not too crazy. It's meant to be comedic and fun, and that's exactly what it was. So, happy that was, happy I was able to watch that. I did not watch the Rising Stars game, although I did see highlights of uh, Jose Alvarado hitting that game-winning shot. I did not watch the skills challenge because, I'll be honest, that kind of bores me a little bit. I understand the point of the skills challenge, but that's just not my forte. Um, I tuned in a little bit to the three-point contest because I wanted to see how JT did. 
Um, I believe he got 20 points in the first round, but he didn't make it very far. Damian Lillard ended up winning the three-point contest, which who I thought would probably have a good chance of winning it anyway. So, shout out to Damian Lillard for winning it. And then, obviously, I did tune into the dunk contest. Mac McClung really said that he had a few dunks up his sleeve that no one has ever thought of before, and he was not kidding. He really showed out, really had some incredible dunks, and was the without question the winner of the dunk contest, and has really solidified himself as a one of the best slam dunk champions, I would say. It was really fun to watch. The slam dunk, I mean, again, slam dunk competition is not what it used to be for a very long time, and that's unfortunate, because I, I did see Kevin Durant say this in an interview one time, and I believe it was on his podcast, that the stars are what attracts the dunk contest the most. If you get NBA stars to participate, for for example, Zion Williamson, for, who plays for the Pelicans, or John Moran, who plays for the Memphis Grizzlies, those guys are hyper-athletic. If you can get guys like that to participate in the dunk contest, then you'll get more popularity, and you'll get more people talking about it, and so on and so forth. It's, But many of the reasons why people don't do it is risk of injury, which I could understand to an extent, but it's just you and you, it, it's just you and the basketball. You're dunking unless you do something absolutely crazy, which sometimes you have to do if you want to win the dunk contest. You have to be very creative. So it's a give and take. But the dunk contest was okay this year. Mac McClung obviously carried it for the most part. Guys like Jericho Sims did not do it for me like that that dunk that he did where he like put his arms in the rim and then he pulled out the 50 that was kind of corny um I, I don't I, I wasn't really feeling that at all Trey Murphy I thought would have done better because I was kind of surprised on how bouncy Trey Murphy was but he also did not really wow me like I thought he would but Mac McClung can't can't say enough about him he really showed out and of course the last event which happened last Sunday, the All-Star Game. And look who won the MVP award for the All-Star Game. Our man, Jason Tatum, who set the scoring record in an All-Star Game in NBA history. History. Meaning nobody else has done this before. 55 points. Now, I know what some of you may think. Like, oh, it's the All-Star Game. You could score at will. It's not that hard. Then if that's the case, then people would be scoring 60 in high 50s all the time. So you still have to have an incredible shooting display to reach that level, to reach those numbers. So while it may be easy, it's also hard at the same time because the league today, with the amount of volume threes that go up and the amount of people that shoot threes, it's very difficult. You have to be a good three-point shooter. And JT just really took over he had one of those crazy third quarters like he always does where he scored 24 points and solidified himself as the all-time leading scorer in an all-star game with 55 respectfully won MVP I thought it was going to be LeBron or Giannis but I didn't realize because Giannis did not play he played for a little bit and then he subbed himself out and then LeBron ended up hurting his hand on the rim when he was trying to block a shot so those two I mean that that kind of makes me mad a little bit, um, not because it's LeBron's fault, but because the less stars that are playing in these games, 
But it also opened the door for Tatum to win MVP. So I, at the end of the day, I'm not that mad. And at halftime, of course, they honored LeBron for becoming the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. They even had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and they had Karl Malone up there. Karl Malone, for those that don't know, is facing a little bit of heat and controversy. I'm not really going to go into that because that's not the point of this podcast. So if you want to know what's going on with Karl Malone, feel free to look it up yourself. But, yeah, so they honored LeBron at halftime, which was everybody expected that. I think the NBA said they were going to do that. So that was a cool moment in itself. And so for those that did watch the All-Star game, as as I did, excuse me, we understand that they have this problem in many recent years where it's become a glorified layup line and pickup, and no one plays any defense. And I believe... Mike Malone, who was a coach of the West, who's the coach of the Denver Nuggets, said it was it was a great shooting display, but that's the worst basketball I've ever seen. And Jalen Brown, our Jalen Brown, made some comments too, how it's a layup line, no one really competes, there's no defense. I would really like to see defense in an all-star game. It just makes it more competitive. I don't think we've had something like that since 2013, since when Kobe... I, most memorable play I have in the 2013 All-Star Game is when Kobe blocked that LeBron shot and then Durant took it for the dunk on the other end. Like Kobe brought out that fire in a lot of people that made you want to defend the other player. We don't really have that in many recent years. People just don't want to play defense. People just want to take the ball, shoot crazy shots, no defense. And I get it. At the end of the day, it's for the sake of no injuries. But... It's an all-star game. You're playing against the best of the best in one game. You're telling me you can't play any defense at all? It's kind of... It can be boring. It really can be boring for a lot of people. Sure, they're making incredible shots. The shot making has never been better in this league. Never been better. And it's only going to continue to get better for years to come. So, for me... As much as I love seeing good shooting, I do enjoy good defense as well. So I hope the NBA can somehow find a solution for this and they can fix this issue because we can't keep having all-star games where no one plays any defense. Even in the fourth quarter when they have a target score of 182, barely anyone played defense. Something's got to give. Something has to give. But overall, it was it was a fun event. It was a fun weekend. I'm happy Tatum won the MVP. I'm also happy that Tatum and Brown got to go against each other. That was the highlight for me. When Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum went against each other, they played one-on-one a few times. Jalen Brown hit a tough step back over Tatum. Then Tatum went back right on the other end and hit a three in his face. To me, like that, I love that. Like As much as I, would, I love Tatum and Brown on the same team, which we should be really grateful for. Like We don't understand how amazing that is to have two guys like that on our team. But just to see them compete, because we know they've had countless one-on-one games against each other in practice, scrimmages. To me, it's amazing that we finally get to see them in action a little bit, going against each other. So that's I that was the best part for me. Um, but overall, it was a great All-Star weekend as always. It's always a fun event. It's always great to see the players all gathered together in one place. A lot of celebrities, a lot of recognition for the league. And next year, they're hosting it in Indiana for 2024. So 
it will be in Indiana next year. And I know Boston is trying to put a bid in for the All-Star game. Obviously, it won't happen this year, or excuse me, next year. So possibly in 2025, we'll have to keep our eyes on that. So, All-Star weekend, out of the way. And now the Celtics have their first game back against the Indiana Pacers on Thursday on the 23rd. So the Celtics are about to hop right back into it. A lot of players have come back from injury. We know Marcus is back from injury. Jalen did play with the mask in the All-Star game. So does that say that he will come back and play with the mask? I think he will. I think it's too good to be true that, you know, he won't play with the mask at all. But I think for a few games he'll play with the mask, test it out, test it out excuse me, and come back eventually without it. I think that's very possible. So a lot of guys are coming back from injury, which we love to see. Rob is obviously healthy still. Marcus is back. Jalen's going to come back. And the Pacers are kind of a sneaky team, too. They are Pacers are a sneaky team. I think it's not... And it's in Indiana. It's not in Boston. So for guys that don't know a lot about the Indiana Pacers, Rick Carlisle is the coach. They have an all-star in Tyrese Halliburton, a good sharpshooter in Buddy Heald. The Pacers are no scrubs. They have a good, decent team. So it's not a walk in the park. They've had some. They've had good wins. They have had good wins. Former Celtic Daniel Tice is actually on the Indiana Pacers, uh, Celtics legend. So it'll be good to see Daniel Tice play if he's healthy. I know he has a thumb injury, so I don't know if he'll play or not. I hope he does. But. Celtics' next game is on Thursday, 7.30 in Indiana for their first game back from the All-Star game um, or All-Star weekend. And a lot of the guys like Tatum have really found their shooting stroke lately, especially in the All-Star game where I think he hit like eight threes, shot eight of 14, I think, from three or some crazy number like that. So it's nice to see him finally find his shooting stroke and hopefully he can carry that into the next few games. And I'm excited. I'm very excited. You know, All-Star Weekend, it's good so the guys can get a break. But now now we're going to get back into the swing of things. We only have a handful of games left. We're almost at the beginning of March. The season ends in April. We're almost there, guys. We're almost there. It's almost playoff time. This is going to be a huge stretch of games for the Celtics. Huge. Obviously, they still sit in first place in the East. But the Bucks are right on their tail. So... Buckle up. It's going to be a fun last few games of the season. I'm very excited. I hope you guys are all excited. And that's going to do it for this show. I will have another show on Friday covering the game against Indiana. So please look out for that. If you guys want to stay up to date with this podcast, please, please follow my Twitter account at MySubIsBetter. At MySubIsBetter on Twitter and on Instagram please follow at Celtics underscore underscore life if you want to guy if you guys want to keep up to date with when the podcast episodes drop. Unless of course you do follow on Spotify. If you hit the little bell and you click on notifications and you will always get notified when an episode drops. So please, please do that if you are tuning into the podcast. And I of course I appreciate everyone that listens to this podcast. It truly means a lot to me. I hope to keep bringing you guys good content and keep getting better as this podcast goes along. 
But that's going to do it for this episode. I hope you guys all have a great rest of your day. And remember, the Celtics Life Podcast, it's a way of life. It's a lifestyle. Even if you're not a Celtics fan, you can join in on this fun. Share your passion with me. Share your passion with everyone else. Let everyone know you bleed green. And I hope you guys all have a great rest of your day. Go Seas.